Welcome to Finish Lines and Milestones with Allie Brettnacher. Incredible stories and tales of triumphs with everyday people achieving their goals in fitness. This podcast brought to you by Athlete Bouquets. Celebrate finish lines and milestones of the people that you love by visiting athletebouquets.com. Hello and welcome to episode 27. This is Allie Brettnacher. And for whatever reason, I've always considered 27 to be a lucky number of mine. It was my soccer number growing up. It was my school bus number at one point. I've just always loved the number. So as luck would have it, my best friend Alyssa introduced me to Betsy Rogers, today's guest. And she went to dental school with Betsy in Indianapolis back in the day and saw that Betsy had rollerbladed the Berlin Marathon and thought Betsy would be an interesting guest, which is very true. But turns out it was even more interesting because Betsy and I have actually met before and not in Indianapolis. So kind of crazy story. And we'll start the episode off with that. We'll talk about the rollerblading of the Berlin Marathon and how crazy and how fun that was for her and her boyfriend. How she trained for that with long skates instead of long runs. We will discuss how she got into running how she lived in Alaska for four years, that she's really into travel and adventure. She's into genealogy too, which I find fascinating. We'll talk about some of her race stories, her ultra marathon, injuries that she's experienced, her next finish line, which is Kansas City on October 21st. Back to the adventure side, we'll talk about Active Adventures, which is a company that she's used to do a couple of trips, which sound absolutely amazing. And we talked about Peloton a little bit because she has the bike and the treadmill as well. We talked about our shared love of true crime and about how hopefully we can find a way to meet up again sometime in the future. But I really loved meeting Betsy again, albeit via Zoom. And I know that you'll really love this conversation too. All right. Hey, Betsy. Hello. We made it. We're doing it. It's happening. Alyssa brought us together. Alyssa brought us together, which, okay. So first thanks Alyssa for officially bringing us together. So Alyssa was number the second episode of this first episode with a guest. And, Mm -hmm. um, so I'm so grateful for that, but then we were introduced via Facebook messenger and then found out that I knew your brother, Chris, Yeah. and then found out that we've actually met before this, like when we figured that I, it was blowing my mind, Betsy, I could not believe that. So weird. Yeah. And he like added me on it as a friend. I was like, how do you know my brother, Chris? Like, I swear to God, he knows everybody. He's just the most prolific friend maker out there. I, I don't know how he does it, but yeah. Yeah. And I only know him as Chris. I actually, I would never have known his last name because oh, okay. so, so the way I know Chris, as you know, as I've told you, but for people who obviously do not know, um, Chris was really, really close to my friend, Megan Thacker, who passed away from cancer four years ago. And she was my best friend in college. And whenever she would come in town for, you know, basketball pretty much is when I would see her and her and her and Chris always together. I would see him every year at the ugly sweater parties. And so the way that you and I met was uh, what was it? I don't know. Four or five years ago, you came to one of the parties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That had to be like 2018 ish, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think I was just in town 
this is starting to come together because mom, our mom got sick with pancreatic cancer. And so I had moved home from Alaska to help take care of her. Mm -hmm. And so I was just at the house and Chris was like, Hey, I have something that's actually fun going on. Like Megan's throwing a party. Do you want to come? And we went to like a thrift shop that morning to find ugly sweaters. And I found one that had cats all over it. So it was like, obviously this Perfect. is what I'm getting. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. Yeah. And funny enough, well, not funny enough. Ironically, mm-hmm. I should say was yeah. that was the last time that I saw Megan actually, which she yeah. passed away, I think a year later, maybe. And so I found that picture that you were in. <laughs> Because that was like the last, the last picture I have of us together. And so it's really special. And actually on the latest episode of this podcast, I mentioned Megan because she's part of the reason I started athlete bouquets because she, for my second Chicago marathon, sent me flowers in the shape of like a margarita. They were amazing. And (laughs) it was the first time anyone had sent me something for a race. And I just remember how good it made me feel and how thoughtful. And that was just Megan. Like she's the most okay. thoughtful person ever. Very kind. Yeah. And Very I actually, sure. I met Us. your dad. Uh, I met your dad at, at Megan's funeral where, you know, very in Meg fashion, there's like hot dogs and cupcakes in this room in the funeral yeah. home. And so we're, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go get, get a cupcake. Thanks Megan. Um, and so, yeah, I met your dad and saw your brother there obviously too, but what a small, small world. Yeah. So yeah, mind completely blown. Like I just right. I can't believe it, but how cool that we got reconnected through Alyssa. And I don't know if I knew when I met you that you were a runner. I yeah, don't know. I, yeah. I don't know if it came I up. I have no idea, which surprises me. And if we mm-hmm. did talk about it, I mean, we know Meg's parties, we were feeling no pain at all. Right. So <laughs> I just, re- I remember absolutely having a ball. About things. Yeah. So <laughs> where do you live right now? I am in Springfield, Missouri. Missouri. Okay. So it's close to Branson. If you've heard of Branson. I've been to Branson as a child. I've been there. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like cheesy shows and Dolly Parton, Dixie Stampede and like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. funny. I have a, I have a recording of me singing Dixie Chicks from Branson, Missouri. Perfect. <laughs> I just had a couple of friends come into town and we went down to Branson and did all the Branson things. And we got one of those sepia tone, like old timey saloon <gasps> photos. And yes. like, what is the most Branson thing that we can do today? And yeah. That that's awesome. so fun. All right. I don't even know where to start, but I think I <laughs> want to start with, with Berlin, if that's okay. And then I'd love to just learn more about kind of how you got into everything, but I was reading your Facebook updates about your experience in Berlin. And I'm like, Oh my Lord, like what a crazy experience. So yeah. What made you decide to do it? So I've had the idea, like since one of my friends bullied me into running a marathon like four or five years ago, I was like, I want to do the world marathon, like the majors, like Chicago, New York, Tokyo, London, and Berlin, you know? And I think I was on Reddit one day and like the running subreddit and someone had posted something about how Berlin was having for the first time, escape to run option, where if you rollerblade the inline skating marathon, you will get an automatic entry to run the Berlin marathon next year. 
I was like, I'm not a league runner. I don't have a lot of luck with lotteries. (laughs) I was like, the other option is to like fundraise a whole bunch. And I hate asking friends to like pay for me to do this stuff. Yeah, I know. So but this is it. This is it. I was like, I can rollerblade. I rollerbladed a lot as a kid. Chris actually was a skateboarder and he would make fun of me because I would take his old like Volcom, like, I don't know, like skater clothing. He was like, you're such a poser. You know? <laughs> I was like, I'm not a poser. I'm a skater. Oh <laughs> and, my uh, gosh. Yeah. So it's like, I, I can do this. And then I talked to my boyfriend about it who also runs and I was like, what do you think about rollerblading Berlin? And he's like, I've never <laughs> skated my life. <laughs> he's never been on skates like, in well, his whole life. Never. Oh. I was like, how did you make it through the night? <laughs> you know? So he was like, well, I'm going to be so jealous if you get to run and I don't. Right. He's like, I'm bought himself a pair of rollerblades online. And um, we started, like, I basically just took a traditional like marathon training plan, like an 18 week plan and we did long runs quote unquote like every weekend and would go skate on this like one really long flat like railroad track that they've got paved it's called the frisco highline and it's like eight miles and so we would do our long skates out there (laughs) and um it was it was tough going at first because josh had a really hard time figuring out the brakes and fell many many times but luckily we, we had all the pads on. I was going to so, ask, I was like, how many pads, yeah, so knees, we elbows? Were, we're like, we are like in our late thirties. We are not messing around. <laughs> we just head to toe helmets, knees, elbows, wrists. And yeah, we did our best to keep up with that. And then we flew out to Berlin. I had my rollerblades luckily and my carry on because my regular luggage did not show up. Did you have a special uh, case? I wish you had a special case for them. I wish, because I didn't even know people had them, but like we showed up to the inline skating marathon and there were these people who had special backpacks with like oh. covers for rollerblades. I was like, I didn't know they made those. What a- And these people oh. had like the biggest rollerblades I've ever seen, like the biggest wheels. Um, they were all wearing like sponsored unitards and like... <laughs> I didn't know people took this that seriously. I maybe should have trained harder or like research. And so we were kind of panicking. We were like, this was a mistake. Like we are going to be a national embarrassment. Like we shouldn't oh be my here. And we decided, you know, what's the worst that's going to happen? Like, let's just give it a try. And um, they separated us out into like six different waves. And wave A was like the elite guys very serious and you could see like this massive video of each wave starting and these guys are like the Usain Bolts of rollerblading and I was just like oh my god this was the biggest mistake of my life (laughs) wave b starts and they don't look any slower than wave a (laughs) it finally gets to us in wave f and we're just like a whole bunch of ding-dongs wearing rollerblades with with yes you know break and oh. nobody has a unitard <laughs> a lot of people are falling it's like oh, okay these these are our, our people like we are not yeah. the only ones having big regrets right now and they had a two and a half hour time limit for the course and the first guys they finished this race in 57 minutes like they're skating 27 miles per hour which is faster what? than my device yeah it's insane. Like, it's I don't, they're like under- speeding in a school zone. <laughs> yeah. 
That's yeah, I, I don't know how it's possible. <laughs> in East Berlin, they had all these buried tram lines. And so they were like pretty much flush with the pavement, but it was still like texture. Oh. And so every time we hit those, people would fall. <laughs> and I would like hear it and be like, oh, please don't let it be Josh. Because we're yeah. trying to stick together pretty closely, but I'm still a little faster than him. So I'd look around to make sure he was still upright and then keep going. But within a few miles, we were just like, okay, we are going fast enough that we should be able to finish. Barring any major incidents, it's going to be okay. And it ended up being so much fun. Like the weather was perfect. It was like maybe 60 degrees out. There were a lot of people cheering. Like it was cool just kind of seeing Berlin, like getting a little tour. There were little kids who would like run and try to high five you while you're skating. Oh, it's dangerous, but fun. <laughs> and um, at the end, you get to like rollerblade underneath the Brandenburg Gate, uh, which I'd been a little worried about because like it's actually like it's not like asphalt. It's I was like, gonna say, is it cobblestones? Because that would be it's like bricks or something. Uh, yeah, so it's not smooth. <laughs> so again, it was like, come on, guys, <laughs> don't do this. And then even worse is like the timing pads that they had. You know, like when you pass at the head, oh, yeah. halfway mark. Those were tripping people too. So it's oh, like, Lord, congratulations, you're halfway done. Like eat pavement. <laughs> so it we ended up getting past all of those things and not falling and finishing in two hours and nine minutes. Um, plenty of time with eight minutes longer than it took Kipchoge to run <laughs> the marathon the next day um, wow. to put things in. Yeah. That's a... <laughs> I was like, how can he run faster than I can rollerblade? Um, wow. That's pretty cool. Really to think yeah, about like, right? that's how was... fast he went. Exactly. Hmm. I wish, I so wish that we could have hmm. stayed because like the inline marathon, inline skating marathon is at 3.30 p.m. on Saturday. Okay. And then the running marathon is at, I think, 8 a.m. on Sunday. But we had signed up for like a biking tour that left out of Munich. So we had to like hop on a train from Berlin to Munich that night. Oh but gosh. it would have been so fun to like stay and like watch the runners. But yeah, we're going to get to next year. <laughs> yeah. So this is the first year they did that? Yeah, as far as I'm aware. Okay, because I had no idea this was a thing at all. I didn't even know that there was a skating marathon. I no. never heard of that. And so I'm like you, no, like seeing all those people who are very serious in that sport, I was just kind of, my mind is like, what? I had so, no clue. Yeah, I had no idea. And so I you also, <laughs> you didn't have a suitcase, right, too, for it? Didn't they lose your right. suitcase? So I... Yeah, I only had the clothing that I traveled in. And my boyfriend was like, oh, you didn't put like extra underwear and socks and clothes in your carry-on? And I was like, no, my carry-on was Did he? rollerblades and a helmet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so yeah. he had his rollerblades oh. and his checked luggage. His checked luggage did come. Oh, um, mine was the one that got left in Frankfurt. <laughs> and so it's like, it probably would have been easier to just replace the rollerblades because like they were selling them at the expo. But I was like, well, oh, at least my gosh. Rollerblades I'm used to. So we ended up finding a Lululemon <laughs> in Perfect. town. And I was like, okay, I know what sizes I wear there. Like I can just buy like some comfortable like skating and biking clothing here really quick. So that came in handy. Now I'm just dealing with like trying to get Lufthansa to pay for it. Um oh right. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was just a ton of fun and 
now we're like, what are we going to do next year? Like stay in Berlin and like watch, I don't know, the skating marathon the day before my brother kind of wants to do marathon, like buy some really big rollerblades and come back and like skate and then run. But Oh boy. Actually have, you know? Yeah. Well, did you get any blisters at all from rollerblading? Cause I just remember it's been a really, I probably haven't rollerbladed since I was uh, who knows. I don't know. It's been a long time, but I feel like if I put on a pair of rollerblades right now and rollerbladed a marathon, I would have so many blisters, but I guess you had trained. So did you get yeah used to it? I really didn't have any problems. Like it, it took me a few long skates to like figure out how tight to tie them and like how tight mm-hmm. to lace them up. And all of that. Cause I was having problems with like my left foot kind of going numb <laughs> on a few right. of the long skates. So, yeah. um, but I never got any blisters. Um, and it really wasn't ever that sore. I kind of thought like, this is going to be tough because it's using different muscles than yeah. we usually use for running. Yeah. But I think like our running fitness kind of helped carry us through the skating better than we thought it was going to. Yeah. Um, so it's nice wow. that that translated. That's so cool. Yeah. It was a blast. It was so much fun. Like I was so happy because like the first few times we skated, my boyfriend fell so many times. He was like, I hate this. Yeah. I was like, oh no, what have I done? (laughs) Yeah. He ended up absolutely loving it. And yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That I picture like equating it to like friends who are learning how to ski while you're on a ski trip, right? Like you've ski, you got it. And then your friends just like falling down every 10 feet. (laughs) Like. Yeah. It's hard. I bet I can only picture right. like if my husband and I were in that boat, like the words that would be exchanged. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, please don't hate me. Please yeah. don't, hate, don't break anything. Um, it's oh, like all I had ever done was like, and I wasn't good at rollerblading when I was a kid. It wasn't like I was following Chris and like doing cool skater tricks. You know, I was just <laughs> rollerblading behind his friends and like getting ice cream cones. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, how did you fuel for rollerblading? Did they have like aid stations the um, same way they do for runners? They did. They did. And we actually brought like goo with us. So we had those as well, because that's what we're used to for running. But they didn't have the first aid station until over halfway through. And I didn't have my hydration pack or vest that I was planning on using. And I'm always thirsty because I'm I'm like allergy meds and I'm like dry mouth. So I'm like, I need so much water. When I saw that first aid station of water, I was like, oh my God, I, I have to stop. And the um, people running the aid station would like hold their cup and see that you're coming for it. And then they would just start running to try to like keep you from having to stop. Oh my gosh, that's so <laughs> funny. I just can't. Yes. I can't. I can't. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, it took too long drinking the cup, but I missed the trash cans. But I don't want to throw this cup like just on a street. I don't, I don't know. So I was like trying to like find the next trash can to like throw my cup in. It was going too fast. I missed it. <laughs> you know, oh. but it's fine. But it's kind of funny. They had bananas too, but like they were um, peeled and cut into pieces. So they're also trying to like smush a banana into your hand as you're oh. skating by, which was a little less appealing. Like, oh, a hot banana chunk. <laughs> mm, a hot squishy Fine banana. Things. Let me just <laughs> right. shove that in my mouth. Yeah. I don't you. like bananas. The only time yeah. I really eat them is on toast before a race. I, otherwise I really, okay. Yeah. Or I, after like, I like a banana, but not a hot smushed one. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> that sounds, 
So funny. Now I'm just picturing people running with bananas alongside you while you're like <laughs> awkwardly rollerblading. Like I just pictured yeah. Josh, your boyfriend, just being one of those, you know, like with the arms oh, out, yeah. like trying doing to all that he can not to fall over. Fall he's trying to desperately grab at this drink and banana. Yeah. I can't believe you guys didn't fall. That's pretty impressive, frankly. Given yeah, like- I'm, I'm, I almost ate it on a few of those like tram lines, and we were trying to figure out, you know, obviously trying to hit them at like 90 degrees. And like, do we go fast? Do we try to like walk over them? Do we like go slow? Um, I don't know, but we saw one girl fall and take out a couple of other people on the tram lines. Yeah. And, and then like you would hear an ambulance coming and they would actually come like through the skaters. And so you'd have to like get to the side. What? And like, they, yeah, that's wild. (laughs) So they're just like driving right down the same road that you're on. And yeah. Wow. I didn't see any like injuries, but I imagine people probably had some. I'm sure themselves up. Yeah, some scrapes. Did yeah. you and after I did you see finished... one girl taking her skates off? She had like really red marks all over oh. her feet. So she hadn't figured out how to tie them comfortably, I guess. Yeah. Did you get a medal at the end? Like the a same yeah. kind of medal? Is it yeah. does it have like rollerblades on it? It doesn't. Um, but on the back it has, and I think she was like the winner of last year. Like okay. it has an engraving of a woman with like a helmet on that's like Berlin inline skating and her name is like Marie something how cool is Um, that yeah I was like this is pretty rad and you know we were wearing these medals when we like went back to the hotel to get our things and people would stop and be like did you run I was like you know no the the running marathon is tomorrow and we're like we rollerbladed I'm like, what? <laughs> I almost, I don't think I could say that with a straight face. I, yeah, I was like, I actually skated it. So um, cool. Which made me laugh because I was talking to Josh and I was like, you know that some man or it was a man who won this year is walking through Berlin right now wearing his medal. And he's like, I am the fastest rollerblader in this country, you know? And someone's like, what'd you do? Like, who are you? And he's like, yeah. I just did this amazing thing. And like, nobody even knows it's nobody a Nobody cares. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It's like, I could have said like, oh yeah, we want it. <laughs> and nobody God. would have known. Right. You'd be like, but, yeah, I'm the fastest rollerblader. Wow. Yeah. Pretty much on the planet. So. <laughs> well, that is so um, cool. Yeah. You're the only person I know that has done this. So. Yeah. I, again, I had no idea it was a thing and I had actually like applied to be an examiner for the American board of a pediatric of pediatric dentistry's oral exams this year. And I'd been accepted, which like, I felt like that's a pretty big deal. Um, and like kind of a big honor, but it happened to be the exact same weekend as the Berlin marathon. <laughs> and so for, for weeks, I was asking everybody I knew whose opinion I respected, just like, I have two opportunities, one to rollerblade the Berlin marathon or one to be an examiner for the oral boards. Like, what do I pick? <laughs> and I was Googling, like, do they do skate to run every year? And everyone was like, no, like, this is the first time we've ever heard of it. And finally, my friends who are also fellow pediatric dentists were like, listen, the oral exams are every single year. Skate mm-hmm. to run is once. So it felt kind of silly turning down being a boards examiner <laughs> for rollerblading the marathon, but here we are. Yeah. Right. Did you have to explain that to somebody like, 
oh, I'm going to yeah. rollerblade. And they're like, really, <laughs> they really don't understand because they're, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I said, you know, I really am honored by this opportunity, but I've had another opportunity come up to participate in the Berlin Marathon. I didn't specify, yeah, really that's... say whether it was, you know, any more information about it. <laughs> I was like, I'll reapply, you know, in two years once I'm done with like the next thing. That is just but, amazing. Yeah. Wow. Well, it seems like, (laughs) yeah, well now in my prolific Facebook stalking of you, Mm -hmm. I mean, you look clearly love adventures and love running. I realize now we spent like nearly half the time just talking about Berlin, which we could, I could spend another half an hour asking you all about, we have so much, so much more that I want to know about. And so I guess just kind of going back to your upbringing was, Mm. was running was sports, was that something you did as a kid? A little bit. It, it's kind of funny. I have three older brothers, including Chris and mom and dad, and we've all been fairly active people. Dad ran a marathon when I was 14. He did the Honolulu marathon, which was oh, really cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And mom ran and she was like an equestrian, like she rode horses and competed and did all that stuff. My older brothers were all into sports. They all played like baseball and basketball. And I was extraordinarily shy and I did not want to participate in anything like that. And Chris is probably the best of us at sports. The rest of us are kind of like awkward and uncoordinated and not great at team sports like that. So I think that I was really envious of all the girls who played soccer in middle school. And I thought like, oh my gosh, they're so like athletic and cool. But again, I was like too shy to like try to do that. So I started doing my mom's workout videos at home, huh. um, like Pilates and Taibo. And then I was like, I can also jog. Like I can go for a jog around the neighborhood. And so I just started doing that as a way to feel like I was cool and athletic, like the girls that I was jealous of in my class, um, without having to put myself out there and try out for sports. So yeah, fairly active. Like we all, you know, biked and skated and spent a lot of time outdoors, but overall not like a big sports family, I'd say. Okay. And where you grew up in Lexington or Kentucky somewhere, or where'd you actually, um, in Newburgh, Indiana, it's right on the Kentucky border. It's right by Evansville. Okay. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So it's, you can see Kentucky across the river. So it's really close. We were all born in Iowa, but then dad got a job offer in Newburgh that he couldn't turn down. So we all moved there when I was about six. Well, where'd you go to undergrad? Um, I went to, uh, St. Louis university. Okay. And then did you meet, when did you meet Alyssa? Was that? Uh, so I met her in dental school. Um, okay, in dental school. So I went okay. to Indiana University for school, uh, school of Dentistry in Indianapolis. And she was a grade above me. Okay. Um, and I think that she was in the like dental school fraternity. Like there was a social fraternity that we were all mostly members of. So they had a lot of parties. And so all the grades would kind of mix, mix there. Okay. So did you only live in Indy then while you were in dental school? Yeah. Yeah. So from like 2009 to 2013, I was in Indianapolis and then I did a residency in general dentistry in Lima, Ohio, which is like a teeny tiny middle of nowhere town. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
Um, and then I got into a pediatrics residency in Anchorage, Alaska. Um, and I had applied thinking, you know, there's no way that they're even going to interview me. But I thought if I have to go spend two years somewhere, like Anchorage would be really sweet. And yeah, I got in and I loved it. It was a really cool place to live, like literally and figuratively. Um, <laughs> when mom got sick, I ended up going back to the Midwest and been here since. So did you stay in Anchorage after your residency then? Because you were there. Yeah. For- quite a while then. Yeah. I ended up being there for about four years total. Um, I did come back to Newburgh for a year after residency to work with a practice in my hometown, but like, it didn't end up being like as financially lucrative as I needed it to be to pay for Mm -hmm. student loans. Um, I think it would have been an awesome place if I had been able to stay there and build up the practice for a few years, but with student loans, like that wasn't an option. So Uh, the hospital I worked for in Anchorage offered me a job. So my boyfriend at the time and I moved back and stayed for about two more years. Yeah. So I've been, I've been to Alaska on a cruise, like a smaller cruise, not like the gigantic cruise. It was one of the best vacations I've ever taken in my life. And when I was there, the sun was normal. Like it was like a normal day night situation, at least from what I remember. I don't even remember what time of year that was, but how was it living there for four years? Like it was, yeah, it was interesting. Cause I moved there in June and it was during like the, not quite 24 hours of daylight, but maybe 21, 22. Yeah. And, um, had to get used to sleeping with an eye mask on getting blackout curtains, and there was no air conditioning, but it got up into like the seventies and low eighties in the summer. And so I would leave my windows open, but the kids are out of school and it's perpetual daylight. So they're out in the middle of the night playing basketball and making what? all this noise. And I'm like, crazy. I, I, <laughs> I have these windows open, but like, I can't sleep because you're so noisy. Um, but it's just something you got used to over time. And then in the winter, it was like the exact opposite where you only had like a few hours of kind of dusk at midday. And so I would go out for a walk every day at lunch, like no matter how cold it was just to get some daylight. We all had those little like happy lights at our desk. Okay, I was going to say, like, and, man, let's talk about seasonal well, depression. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was, it was a challenge. And then everyone told me when I moved there, book a trip to Hawaii in February because they have direct flights from Anchorage to Honolulu. And it's like seven hour direct flight. And uh, they're like, just take a week, get some sunshine and then come back and you'll be able to make it through the rest of the winter. And that was wow. some pretty good advice. Yeah. Yeah. So when did, when did the, well, I want to like, obviously you travel a lot too, but when did the travel bug bite you and the running? So when did you start like racing yeah. too and traveling? Um. So my good friend, Jody. Um, she was my longtime boyfriend's best friend's wife, (laughs) and she's been my friend ever since she wanted to run a half marathon. And that was in about 2013. And she's like, I know you run like just for fitness. And I, you know, continue to run just like not any great distance, but like in college and dental school, just, you know, to do something. And she wanted to do the Disney half Disney princess half marathon. And so, um, she and our other friend named Jody signed up for it. 
And so we got our princess outfits. We all started like the Galloway, um, mm-hmm. wait, no, is it Galloway? Yep. The, um, run walk. Yeah. yeah. Um, we all started the Galloway method training plan recommended by Disney and met up in Florida and ran that and had an absolute blast. Um, what princess other Jody you? friends? I was sleeping beauty. So nice. Aurora was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jody was snow white and other Jody was bell. Um, Jody bell decided she hates running and has never run again with us. Um, <laughs> Jody <laughs> snow white. Was like, I love it. We're doing this forever. She's actually the one who made me run my first marathon. Okay. Too. Um, so yeah, ever since then I, um, started looking for half marathons to run. And when I lived in Lima, Ohio, I was like, this is the most boring place I've ever been. <laughs> I've got to keep my mind on something. And so started just signing up for half marathons anywhere within driving distance um, and training and listening to audiobooks to get myself through that year. And then after residency, I told my boyfriend, you know, now that I actually have an income and I can afford to travel a little bit, like I really want to go to Germany. And he was a big hunter and he's like, oh, well, this time of year is deer season. This is elk season. This is bear season. This is, it's like, okay, you're going to have to miss a season. And he just could not decide which one to miss. And so I said, well, I'm going to go alone. Um, And as you saw, like, I'm really into family history, genealogy stuff. Ancestry.com had just started offering genealogy led tours of different countries so you, you could go to Germany and they'd give you a tour of Germany, but they would also have a genealogist go with you to help research your own German family history. What? Um, yeah. So my family is about half German. So I signed up to go on that tour by myself, but I felt comfortable because it was a big group of people. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. like I was just wandering around Germany alone. Um, so I met up with those people there and it was just an awesome group of people. Like I'm still friends with several of them. It was a lot of older people, of course, like <laughs> on a genealogy tour, but it turns out, you know, 60, 70 year old people can actually be really cool and really fun to hang out with. And then the people on that trip at the end of the trip were like, Hey, do any of you have Scottish or no, sorry, Irish ancestry? It's like, yeah, like 10% or something. <laughs> yeah. I just want to do the Irish ancestry tour next year. I was like, absolutely. So signed up to do that the next year and, um, and I've kind of decided every year I want to try to do a trip somewhere out of the country that I've never been and a trip in the country that I've never been. Um, and when I met my current boyfriend, Josh, he was kind of in the same place. He was like, I just want to like travel. And when I met him, he was training for a marathon too. Um, I was training for Chicago. He was training for Nashville. And so we started doing our long runs together and we decided how about every spring and every fall, we find a marathon somewhere we've never been and like turn it into a vacation. So now we've done Napa, we've done Cape Cod, we did Asheville, North Carolina, which I'd been to Asheville before. That's where my grandparents are from, but, um, but that one's slide, uh, <laughs> see, try to think we did Nashville. Chicago. The Dogwood Canyon one. Where is that? Where's Dogwood yeah. Canyon? Um, so Dogwood Canyon is just outside of Springfield. Um, oh, okay. So, so pretty close. Is, yeah. Yeah. So it's the home of Bass Pro Shops. 
the guy who owns Bass Pro Shops has bought like a ton of land around Springfield and developed them into like parks, which is really nice. Oh yeah, that's nice. Um, and he has the Bass Pro Shops um, athletic series. So there's a marathon, there's a half marathon, there's a bunch of 5Ks, 10Ks, and then there are a bunch of trail races too. So Dogwood Canyon is a two-day event where one day you either do a 25K or a 50K, and then the next day you do a 15K. And they give you like really sweet hoodies and medals. And do all the medals have like the Bass Pro Shop logo on it? I would imagine oh, yeah. with like oh, the yeah. fish. That'd be kind of like cool. And whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you've done, you've also done an ultra marathon, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So that was Josh's idea. Um, he <laughs> likes to listen to a lot of audiobooks by ultra marathoners. Like I've listened to a few of them. I'm like, yeah, this is cool, but I don't know if this is my cup of tea. I think 26.2 is like a happy spot for me. <laughs> Yeah, um, so he signed up for this 50k, which is like 31 miles. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, that's like not that much more than a marathon. And one of the beauties of ultra running is that you actually get to walk a lot. So like, they're like, oh, you walk the hills because you don't want to burn up your energy running up a hill. And then you eat a lot the whole time. Like they have aid stations where you drink Cokes and eat gummy bears and stuff, which is not my normal running fuel, you know? Right. Yeah. And, uh, so we kind of took it easy. I think we finished it in like six hours, six minutes. I looked at my race times before I got on this call with you to help me remember. And, um, I, it was fun. It was really cold out. It was a trail. Um, there were a lot of other people out there. We both just kind of put in our earbuds and listened to audiobooks. but I felt sick like I had the flu or something for like two or three days afterward. Like I just oh. felt awful. And I don't, I don't know, maybe I should have ultras another chance, but I thought like that was just too much for me. <laughs> um, and yeah. he wants to keep on pursuing ultras, but I think I'm going to stick to, to regular old marathons for right now. Yeah. I'm intrigued by the idea of an ultra or trail, you yeah. know, the, right. the culture like is trails. Yeah is different. I mean, maybe you could just, you can be on the crew side of things. Cause that's a big yeah. job. <laughs> right. Cause he's wanting to do um, that 50 K for the dog of Canyon this year. And I was like, I will support you for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not be, be your support doing 51 K or 50 K. Um, yeah. So how many, do you have a spreadsheet of races? Is that how you keep I track do. your times? Okay. Good. Do, yeah. Me too. I don't know how people don't I I just have to be able to tell yeah. it's so fun yeah. to have it all in one exactly. place just like what was my PR you know and when was it and yeah when was the last yeah. time I did broke this and I mean I can just look at it right exactly um, yeah so how many halves have you done and how many marathons have you run I think it was 16 half marathons okay and then like six full marathons okay um so far yeah what are all the full marathons that you've done? So Chicago, uh, you said yeah, Chicago, there was the first one was the Chickamauga marathon, which is actually right next to Chattanooga, which is where Jody was living, but it's right across the state border in Georgia. So it's like the Fort Oglethorpe Chickamauga <laughs> marathon. Um, it's like on one of those like national, um, historic battlefield sites, you know, interesting. Okay. So it's like a big long trail through the woods. Like I hated it to be honest. Like, was it hilly? I, it. I didn't think I was ever, it was not that hilly, but like 
there were so few people running it that once you, you know, got away from the initial herd of people, you didn't see another person for miles. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. There was like a deer that ran by me for at least a minute, which was kind of cool, but I was like, where are the people? Where is everybody? There's no one fearing. There's no one like, I don't know. It was kind of demoralizing. And um, I finished it and Jody was like in tears. She was so happy. She was the best time of her life. And I was like, I hated it. I'm never going to do this again. <laughs> and then the pandemic hit. And I was like, I'm really bored. <laughs> I need something to do. And so I started training for a marathon again. Um, and I ended up doing, you know, everything got canceled. So I ended up doing the El Paso marathon, but virtually. Okay. Um, I just ran it at another battlefield site in Arkansas where there's like a nice long loop. And then Jody talked me into doing Chicago with her. And then gosh, we did the Asheville marathon. It was supposed to be around the Biltmore estate, which would have been really cool, but Biltmore wouldn't allow it because it was right after COVID. So oh. it ended up being ways, which was kind of lame. Um, we did Cape Cod, we did Napa. I think that's it. So Chicago is your is your major world major right now. That is That's my the only one. one okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and we did a fundraising for multiple sclerosis for that one. So we were part of a team on that one, and it was so hot that day. Like, it they ended up having all like the red flag warnings for heat, mm-hmm. and I I hadn't thought about it, but like my feet kind of swelled up, and like I had so many black toenails afterward. And Jody told me she had stopped at mile 14 because she thought she had something in her shoe and she took it off and her toenail had just fallen off. Ooh, yeah. Like, brutal. <laughs> brutal. Yeah. Rough. Yeah. I'm missing one on my left foot right now, but you yeah. Know. One of my favorite signs I've seen at a marathon is just toenails are over. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Who, that's great. I like that right. a lot. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm thinking through this when you want to do, or do you have plans for New York yet? I should ask you that first. I don't. Okay. So I have a guy that I have to introduce you to. And now I, his like name is escaping me, but he Mm -hmm. runs project purple, which is a pancreatic cancer nonprofit in New York. Yeah. Okay. That'd be awesome. Dino. That's his name. Dino. He is incredible. I met him during the pandemic when randomly, well, and you, have a Peloton treadmill. So I con- got connected with him through Peloton somehow. Okay. And we did an event. We would do events once a month where we would get on zoom like this, but we'd be on our bikes. It was so weird actually, but it was amazing during the pandemic. You'd do anything for like that human interaction. And so one of the monthly events, we would choose a nonprofit that we got connected to. And mm-hmm. so one of the, one of the months was with him and he's just, he was just so amazing. And I, when I ran New York, I didn't run it for project purple, but I have this sticker on my Peloton bike. That's a project purple one. Mm-hmm. And it says work harder. It's not chemo. And yeah. it's like, yeah. So that's anyway, awesome. I'll have to introduce you to him so that perhaps that can be a way you can do New York someday. Oh, for sure. I had them in my mind for whenever I do the next world marathon, um, because yeah, I'm never going to qualify for any of these. I'm not that fast. So, um, yeah, I'd love to be part of fundraising for them. What is your, what is your marathon PR? Uh, it's 401. So I haven't quite broken four yet, but it's within reach. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Hoping like maybe 
if we don't try to skate the Berlin marathon the day before the <laughs> Berlin would be like yeah. my hope for a PR because it's so flat, but I had just listened to Alyssa's episode yesterday and she's like, <laughs> lie a little bit so you can get in with the faster people. So they'll kind of carry you along in the beginning. And I was like, that's brilliant. Like that is such a good idea. Be so, um, that's so funny. Or you yeah, got to go do <laughs> ambiguous, but you know, yeah, you got to go do, um, we did big cottonwood. She and I, and a couple other girlfriends went out to park city or not park city, Salt Lake city, Utah, and they bust you up to the top of a mountain and then you run down mm-hmm. the mountain. So that helps with speed. Oh my gosh. It's like gravity. Yeah. Yeah. And that's about, yeah. You know, I did Napa is net downhill. As oh, it well. is. Um, nice. It's not like super steep. I actually had, and you'd asked me about it a little bit in your email. I had gotten a groin injury. Like I'd wow. sprained like left groin muscle and it was a few weeks before the marathon. And I went to PT and I was like, you guys are going to tell me not to do this. Right. And they're like, actually we think you can do it. It's like, okay. Um, so they were giving me all these exercises and they showed me how to wrap my leg the day of, I was like, I'm going to go for it. And I made 11 miles. It was like, I can't do this. And so I ended up just walking it out. Um, like I'm a pretty good speed walker. So I just walked as fast as I could. And with the net downhill helping me out, I still wow. finished in like five sixteen, but I was doing math the whole time. Like how fast do I need to go to not get swept off this course? Yeah. Um, I thought like, dang, like my boyfriend got his PR there and I just wish that I had been well enough to. Yeah. That's frustrating. My best effort, you, have, you had, you were in a boot at one point too. Did what was I that? Was, yeah. Um, that was, they thought it was possibly a stress fracture in my foot, but I had been getting like a sharp pain that I'd been wisely ignoring for a while yeah. in my left foot. And it just got to the point where I was like, I cannot run on this anymore. And so I went and got an x-ray and they were like, we don't actually see anything, but all the symptoms sound like a stress fracture starting. So they put me in a boot kind of prophylactically. Mm. And so I wore that for about six weeks and have not had any further problems with that. Thank goodness. Yeah. Um, the brain has definitely taken a lot longer to heal from, which is really frustrating, but slowly, but surely. Yeah. We're getting. Yeah. That's hard. I knock on wood. I haven't had an injury since I had a stress fracture in college. Cause oh, when I got yeah. college is really when I started running, I hadn't run a lot, but then I would just run all the time, like too much, yeah. too much right. running. And I got a stress fracture as a result. So yeah. Yeah. Did you happen to read or listen to Lauren Fleshman's book? Good for I did. Girl. Yeah. So good. And like, she just talked about a lot of like the training that she did in college. I mean, she was a professional like athlete, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of it's geared toward young men who are like peaking in their athletic abilities in college, whereas women are not quite on the same trajectory. And so a lot of women athletes end up getting injured. And so this marathon cycle, I actually found like a women specific marathon training schedule that I'm trying okay. to follow because I thought this will keep me from hurting myself again yeah. and make it better for me. But I was having three older brothers. I've always compared myself to men and like what they can do mm-hmm. and get frustrated when I can't do the same things. And when my boyfriend can run faster than me, I'm like, that's not fair. <laughs> we do the same thing. It's like, okay, I need to like realign my goals and try to do what makes sense for me and not 
hold myself to the same standards. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's the goal. Are you, so you're currently in our training cycle right now for, for another yeah. race. Where, what are you running yeah. this year? So we are running the Kansas city marathon, okay. um, October 21st. So that's okay. coming up really soon. Yeah. Um, cause like, again, we were wanting to like do a big trip for a marathon for the fall marathon, but then I was like, well, we're going to Berlin <laughs> to rollerblade one. Um, so we can't really do another trip right yeah. now. So we thought, okay, we'll do a relatively local one. Like Kansas city is just about two hours away. Okay. So that's just gonna be a weekend. Nice. Uh, sort of instead. Yeah. Is that, that's that sounds really flat. It. It's actually oh, hilly. Yeah. Nice. I did the half marathon there a couple of years ago and there are some sneaky hills there. Mm. You wouldn't expect it. Well, I think you when know? you have the word Kansas in the right. name of a race, all you picture yeah. is like, yeah, it's on the Missouri side. So it's yeah. 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 The race I'm running a half on Saturday this weekend oh, and nice. it's, um, out at Fort Bend, which is a park here locally. I don't know if you ever got to run out there when you lived here. Oh, no, I must have been like the, um, what's it called? The canal. I mostly yeah. ran around the canal which here because I was like within walking distance of it. Right. It, yeah. Yeah. So this is, so there's some sneaky Hills, but there's one, we actually put timing mats at the bottom and the top now and have a kill the hill contest where you try to go fast up the hill and it's at mile like 11. It's just a mean, mean hill, but it's actually not that bad. And I think the timing mats make it kind of more of a, like, like a challenge within a challenge. And it's kind of made me embrace it. (laughs) Right. I tend Instead to like, say, like, I'm just going to walk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That probably inspired me to try to actually run it. That's so cool. And so what else do you have planned? Really not a whole lot. We usually participate in all like the Dogwood Canyon runs we did. They had uh run the rock, which is another Bass Pro park. It's like a six mile, really hilly trail race. But really the only thing that we have officially booked is Kansas City and Berlin next year. Berlin next year. Um, mm, that's so exciting. You know, Jody's in Cincinnati now and she wants to do what's it called? Flying Pig, I think. Yeah. In Cincinnati this spring. So we might try to do Flying Pig with her in Cincinnati. That might end up being the spring, spring marathon for us. I've always wanted to do that race. And I had mm-hmm. um one of my friends actually, one of my well, I met her after Miami, but she also went to Miami of Ohio did that race this year. And it was like the stormy year, right. Where it was like, flooded, and you just see these videos of people slogging through water. But it's the day after the Indianapolis mini marathon that I run every year. And so, um, I actually met a guy this year while we were running the mini, he was wearing a flying pig shirt. And so I said, Hey, are you running tomorrow? And he's like, yeah. So a lot of people probably not a lot, but you know, will run the mini and then go run either the half or the full at Flying Pig, which I'm intrigued yeah. by maybe doing the yeah, half. It's not that far, is it? Yeah. It's like an hour and a half away. So you could definitely do it. Right. We'll see. Yeah. And she's talked about they have all these other options too of like the Flying Pig with cheese on top or something like these. You do like a 5K and a 10K and a mile like in the days beforehand. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds like it might be a good recipe to injure myself again, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't, for whatever reason, those kinds of races don't, I don't, I'm not really interested in that at least not at this moment, like kind of for that. I just like to focus on 
a race too. I don't know the people who do dopey and stuff like that at Disney. Yeah. I can't really wrap my head around that. No, but. I haven't been super intrigued by that either. I did like the Disney princess half marathon though. It was super duper chill, but it was, it was quite an ordeal. Like you had to get up at like 2am. Like I've train heard that. And, yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was a lot, but it was fun. Yeah. I want to do a Disney race at some point. Um, the other race I wanted to ask you about was the river to river, the relay one that you did. Yeah. 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 So, um, that was actually really cool. Um, one of the trips that we did, the active adventures trip that Josh and I did last year was to the Galapagos. And again, it was a lot of like older people, but again, like very active, very cool older people. And so this couple from Illinois, Sandy and Tom, we're like, hey, you guys are runners, right? And because we've been like trying to get out and run every morning before tour activities started. Now, like, we do this relay every year. We've done it for 30 straight years. And it's just 80 miles from river to river in Illinois. So from, I think it's from the Missouri to the, no, sorry, from the Mississippi to the Ohio. Okay. And they're like, we have a lot of teammates who have gotten sick who have died, <laughs> who are no longer able to run. Um, and we need some new runners. Like, would you guys join us? And we're like, well, think about it. And where they live or where the race is in Ohio is about a six hour drive from Springfield. And um, we agreed to do it. And so we drove out to Ohio one weekend and met up with them. We stayed in this like hotel um in the middle of nowhere in Illinois and woke up very early in the morning and everybody else on the team for the most part is in their 60s and 70s wow and so we are in like the handicap division <laughs> yeah. so we're starting sun comes up and there are just so many vans and um I don't even know how many people do it but like so many people so many teams had done it every year um since the inception of the race so like sandy and tom it was like their 30th year running it and so many people that they knew and so many friends that they had and you know none of us are terribly fast like we were probably the fastest on the team um and that's not saying much but um i ended up getting to be the very last runner um and the very last leg of the race and you come into this teeny tiny town called Golconda, Illinois, that's on the Ohio River. And whenever a runner passes um, this church, they start ringing the church bells and your teammates join you and you run like the last couple of blocks together as you cross like the finish line. And um, they were all like holding their beers and like had (laughs) one for me ready to go like as soon as I crossed (laughs) the finish line. So it was just an absolute blast. We had so much fun. Um, I got my friend Jody to do it with us this year. And she's like, I'm doing this forever. We're doing this every year together. And Sandy and Tom are trying to like hand the team off to us. And we're like, no, you guys are doing this for as long as you can. Like, we love you. So yeah, it's just a really fun, really cool group. And like, it's just so inspiring to see like older people who are still like, you know, they're like, oh gosh, we're so sorry. We're so slow. And it's like, shut up. Yeah. You know, you're like you're 70. Keep running. Way to go. Yeah. Right. So, um, just people that are staying active and are just like really cool, interesting people. Um, so yeah, that's, really yeah. Specific. That reminds me too. To I wanted sure. to, I think active adventures is the company that I follow on uh-huh. Instagram that I've always been intrigued by. 
I want, what is, oh, what is that? Yeah. So, um, I had actually done like a back roads trip, um, several years ago with a friend kind of randomly and we did the Florida Keys and it was like biking, kayaking, paddle boarding. And it was so much fun. It's like, you get to see so much of this area that you wouldn't normally see. And I wanted to go to the Galapagos. Like I was a biology major and I was like, I think that just sounds so cool. Yeah. And so I looked at the back roads trip and I was like, ah, that was really expensive. And so I started looking at other options and I saw the active adventures one and it sounded really similar, but it wasn't quite as expensive. And so I chose that one. And then I met Josh and I was like, this guy seems pretty cool. He wants to do all the same things I do. And within like a month or two of meeting him, I was like, do you want to go to the Galapagos with me? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> and so um, I think by the time that trip came around, we've been dating maybe eight months. Yeah. And uh, it was, again, it was just incredible. Like there are local guides who take you all over the place. And one of the things that I've enjoyed doing, like whether it's in Germany or Ireland or the Galapagos is find trails. And then before the start of the day, the tour company go out and run, um, whether it's just like a couple of miles or whether it's a long run, because you get to kind of see the town before everybody's waking up and it's, it's a ton of fun. And obviously, you know, checking with your guys to be like, is this safe? Is right. This yeah, okay? of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's my headlamp. Like, here's where I'm going to be. Is this kosher? Um, yeah. but so we did that together and yeah, I, I highly recommend like active adventures and back roads. Like yeah, I'm so, so interested. Yeah. And Isn't they have tours everywhere. Um, and we did that backwards trip right after the Berlin skating marathon. So we're like, we can't just come to Berlin and like turn around and go home. Like we got to do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did a cycling tour through the Alps, which was so cool. That's was, so cool. I got an e-bike because I was terrified that I was going to be like the slowest person. Um, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can, again, I can ride a bike. I can rollerblade. I'm not like right. good at it. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I'm just like super, super cool. Okay. So there's this other company. So I, I didn't follow the one, the active adventures. I follow active escapes. Have you ever heard of them? Okay. I've not heard of them. They do kind yeah, of similar stuff. stuff. Yeah. It's more fitness oriented than it is like adventure oriented. I think. But anyway, so I digress, but I, you know, have dreams of traveling again someday when it's like, yeah, when the kids are a little older and just getting away is easier because I, there's nothing like the vacation run. Like the idea that you just get to go explore on a run is one of my most favorite things to do. Like you said. Yeah. It's so cool. It's so much fun. It's like my favorite way to see Mm -hmm. a new place. Mm -hmm. Um, What time of year is the river to river, by the way? It is in April. April. Okay. Okay. And yeah. it's not a Ragnar or anything like that. It's river to no, river own thing. Similar vibe, but okay. yeah. So it's like the same thing where you're in like a van and like they drop you off and then like meet you at the next one and then drop someone else off and pick you up and go. Yeah. To the next one. Um, um, Jody has mentioned doing a Ragnar with me, but like we haven't made that happen yet, but I'm sure one of these days. Yeah. I want, Alyssa's done one. And so she want. Yeah wants to do one. And I, I really do too. It's just a matter of, it's like herding cats trying to get a team together. It's like, okay, when can we do this? And certainly not everybody 
is going to be able to do it at the same time. So it's kind of like, I don't know. I feel like I just got to pick one and be like, this is it. Whoever can make it, let's do this. Cause I don't want it to never happen because of that. So. Right. Yeah. We've been planning yeah. seeds with a few like local runner friends. I'm like, Hey, like, might you be free in April next season? Right. Yeah. We have some backups on our team. Right. Because um, one of the guys has long COVID and you never know yeah. who's going to. Well, you yeah. just let Alyssa, you keep Alyssa and I on your thoughts because oh, yeah, that's absolutely. You know, something I would, I would definitely be interested in. An awesome group of people. It's so much fun. Yeah. So when you're doing two races every year, kind of spring and fall, are yeah. you primarily focused on the full marathon distance now, or are you doing half still? Typically the full is the goal. Um, we will sprinkle in half marathons like at, on like long run days. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, oh, well, we're supposed to run like 13 today anyway. So like might as well get a medal for it. Yep. Um, though that is how I got myself injured this past time because I have a really hard time not being competitive and there was like a 10 K on the day that we were supposed to do a 20 miler. And I was like, how wow. about we run 14 miles to the start of this 10 K and then run the 10 K. And then we get a medal at the end of our 20 mile run. Mm-hmm. And Josh was like, brilliant idea. And then, um, we run the 14 to the start and it's like a really cool day. And like almost no one shows up for this 10 K and I'm one of the few women there. And Josh is like, you could win this thing. Like you could win like first woman. I was like, shut up. And there's a woman who's like right behind me. I was like, well, I'm not gonna let her win. <laughs> you know. So I'm just trying to stay ahead of her. And then I start getting this twinge, like in the groin muscle. I'm like, this is not good. But I saw the awards at the start and they were really cute. I really <laughs> want one. <laughs> um, yep. So uh, I ran through it and, uh, it turned out not to be the best decision I've ever made. Um, I did get the really cute award. Um, well, there you go. Well, at least that happened. Yeah. Right. right. Um, yeah. I didn't add insult to injury. Like, right. Literally, literally yeah. get the cute award. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, I still get like the odd twinge, but like I've been released from PT now and oh, I like, nice. just be cool, you know, like stretch. Don't just always hard. Yeah. I hate so stretching. I do it. Yeah. It's, I know I like try to do like a Peloton stretch. Cause they always say like, do this at the end of every run. And yeah. I, I, do it. I, I did. It. So I, I will That's at least funny. humor the instructor and do whatever they do at the end of class for the right. most part. Right. Sometimes I don't even yeah. do that, but yeah. you know, I was like, well, that's better than nothing. I guess. I don't know. I feel like stretching just makes things worse. Yeah. I don't know that I feel any specific benefit from it. Like Josh never stretches and he has no injuries. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I don't, I'm, and I'm not flexible. So I'm afraid that by stretching, I'm going to hurt something that I wouldn't have hurt. Exactly. You know, I think the key is rest. Yeah. Like flexibility, being too flexible, you can injure yourself being too inflexible. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm trying to follow this like women's training plan where they build in more like cross training days and strength. And yeah. Yeah. And this is where having a coach is nice too. I just started using my coach maybe yeah. a year or two ago now. And it's nice. Cause it is like, she is responsible really for making sure you're not doing too much. And right. I do easy running now, which I never did before. I never would right. run easy. I would just always go out and run like however fast I would be able to for that distance. Yeah. 
whatever yeah. you're capable of that day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Versus like literally making myself go really like slow to the point right. where it feels too slow. And then that's yeah. what you're supposed to do. So right. trust the process. She says 80, 20 book. Like there's some like 80, yep. 20 recommendation of like 80% of the time run slowly, 20% of the time run very hard. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a concept that I have in the back of my mind that I don't know how well I'm following it, but um, yeah, I should probably look into a coach. <laughs> I've never looked into that. Just well, I mean, most, through. I would say most people haven't, I don't know. Now the world yeah. that I'm in, a lot of people have a coach, but I say that because a lot of the people I've met have been through my coach. So it's kind of like, well, of course we're all using, you know, using the right. same coach. So of course we're all coaching, but I used to think that coaches were only for like elite athletes or people who are trying yeah. to win stuff, not for right. just kind of your everyday. Yeah. Runner. Like the only other person I really heard talking about having a coach is like Bex Gentry. Right. On yeah. Peloton. On Peloton. She's running Olympic trials, you know? Right. Yeah. 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 So who's your favorite instructor on the tread? Probably Bex. Yeah. I love Susie Chan. Susie Chan is my newfound love. I just, ever since I started taking her classes, really ever since she joined, Mm -hmm. I really love Susie. Just, she's just so chill and yeah, yeah, she's great. She has good music choices too. Yes. Um, Yep. That kind of has some weird stuff sometimes. I'm like, all right, yeah, I will do a classical music run, I guess. Right. what's this going to be like? Yeah. Yeah. I always just look at Susie and I'm like, she literally just ran like a hundred miles or whatever, like backwater. And she's just like jogging along going probably way faster than I am. So that always helps motivate me too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She's so cool. I really like her. Do you have just the tread or do you have the bike too? I have the bike too. I actually got the bike first. Um, Okay. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I started like training for a marathon again. And I was like, I need a treadmill. And I tried to convince myself to buy like a used one from play against sports, but I had my heart on the Peloton tread. Yeah. And yeah. So I ended up going with that one. Yeah. Um, obsessed. And I love it. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Have you figured out like the, they have like the beta thing now where you can actually watch Netflix on it. Oh yeah. Did I watch a movie yeah. yesterday when I did my long run? Yeah. On the treadmill. Mm-hmm. Sure did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like this, um, there's the incredible Kimmy Schmidt. I don't know if you've ever watched that show, but uh-uh. it's really silly. It's by Tina Fey. Um, and they have like a choose your own adventure movie where like they get to a point they're like, what should Kimmy do? Should she wear the funny wedding dress or the, like the pretty one? And like, it changes the narrative of the story. Oh, um, depending on what you choose. So I was like engaged in this thing the whole time. I had like a nine mile run to do and it was like dark. And I was like, I'm going to do this like silly movie and it was so Do you literally fun. click you click on what you want yeah yeah it was like I want more movies like this to like keep my mind engaged yeah. what what network did you say that was, that was on Netflix okay on Netflix. I'm gonna yeah. I watched a really uh, horrible movie it was not horrible like it was I was into it kind of but it's called nowhere it's about okay. this woman who's like escaping this, I don't know, regime that's like really dangerous, whatever. She like ends up in a storage container in the middle of the ocean by herself. Okay. It's It was in- so intense and dark. Oh, okay. and, and I just kind of ran while I was looking at her like, well, this is easier than what she's doing. So I guess I'll oh let God. that motivate me. Yeah. I I heard you guys talk a little bit about like watching true crime stuff. And oh, yeah. Yeah. Time, I can't get enough of it. 
and try to explain why I watch it. And sometimes I'm like, I don't know. It makes me feel better about my life. Like mm-hmm. Things right. are going relatively okay um, yeah. for me you now. Not trapped in someone's bunker. Um, yeah. God, I know it's, sure. but I really can't. We were just, my husband and I started the documentary about the, um, the English news anchor that was gunned down years oh. ago. I'd never even heard about that. Um, yeah, I think I yeah. heard about that on a podcast, but I haven't yeah. watched the show. Yeah. So that's interesting. Anyway. I mean, I could talk about that all day too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to ask you the end of the podcast questions because mm-hmm. I have, I have an appointment with my therapist at two o'clock okay. that I have to drive to. Oh, so yeah, it's so funny. Mental health is important. Okay. So <laughs> yep. Amen to that. So do you have a favorite mantra or song that you use for running? You know, I thought about that. I don't really have a mantra necessarily, but like there's a quote in my life that it's cheesy, but I love it. Um, it's an Oprah quote. And she says, surround yourself by those who lift you higher. And I found that like people in the running community, people in like these active groups are always people who inspire me, who tend to be like motivated, positive, mm-hmm. and just have great energy. Like I love being around a group of runners. Like that's part of the reason I like racing just because it's just fun to be around these people. And that's why I like these active adventures trips too. Like, even though a lot of them skew kind of older, like (laughs) it's really inspiring, like cool, older people. So it's not necessarily a mantra, but it, it fits with the running community. And And then as far as song goes, um, it changes based on the day and how I'm feeling. Yeah recently found she's actually a local artist which I didn't realize when I started living like listening to her because she's moved out to California but there's this girl named Chapel Roan who's from the Springfield area and all of her songs are just like really peppy and have like a good beat and her latest one is called Hot to Go and she actually filmed the music video here in town oh that's fun which is how I found out like she was from here I was listening to the song and I noticed like in the little Spotify background, the video thing that was playing, it's like, that's Springfield. <laughs> what is, Wait a minute. On? Oh, yeah. That is so cool. Pretty fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to add sure. that to the, I'll add that to the the list, the playlist for the podcast. Yeah. yeah. And then your next finish line is in a couple weeks. Yeah. Kansas, Kansas City. City. Kansas Coming City. Up. Man, yeah. that's really exciting. Yeah. I'll be running a women's half marathon here in Carmel. It's actually in my neck of the woods versus downtown Indianapolis. And I'm running with my friend who is pacing the 210 group, which is like, which will be like a half hour slower than I'm anticipating finishing this weekend. Mm -hmm. And so that'll be really nice to like make myself really enjoy a run, like a race. We'll see how that goes. I don't know. I keep saying it out loud in hopes that I can do it. Right. So hard. Yeah. I, I know it's like, I've been struggling a little bit with running where I'm like focused on pace and finishing at a certain amount of time, but I'm like, enjoy it. Like, is that what makes you enjoy it? Like, you're not going to win any of these races. It's all internal. It's all your own validation and what makes you happy. So if it makes you happy to run a little more slowly and take pictures or something, yeah, right. Just do that. Yourself, you know, trying to get a certain number, but Amen. I know. Easier said than done. I try to, my mantra, one of my newest mantras is no Mm -hmm. one cares. Like I really embraced that within the last couple of years. It's just like, yeah, nobody cares about your time except for you. So yeah, do what you want. 
do what's going to make you happy and nothing else. So anyway, oh, well, this was so much fun, Betsy. I'm so glad that we got reconnected. How small is this world? I mean, still, I'm like, I told my husband about that after I figured it out. I was like, you're not even going to believe this. And then my friend Greg, who doesn't, he's too nervous to do it. So if he listens to this, Greg, you should not be nervous. This is so fun. And so he's waiting on his episode, but yeah, he was in the picture next to you. I just thought that was like, like, that is so weird. I don't know. Meant to be prophecy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, thank (laughs) you to everybody who's listened to this and thank you, Betsy, for doing this with me. It was really fun. And hopefully I'll get to see you at a race at some point, whether it's flying pig or something else, but have a great weekend and happy running to everybody. Thank you.